podcast you've been looking for all along. Step into the life of urban exploration with guests from around the world. Welcome to No Tracers. Welcome back to the No Tracers podcast. I'm your host, K, just the letter K. If you guys want to find me online, you can find me at no.tracers on Instagram, no tracers on TikTok, or you can go to notracers.com to see my blog, my videos, or pick up a copy of my book, No Tracers, an Urban Explorer's Diary. By the way, I'm working on the second book now, so if you guys liked that first one, be on the lookout for part two. It will be coming out in 2022, most likely. Hopefully, I get to explore a little bit more in 2021 around the world, depending on COVID restrictions. You guys know how it is. But if you are new to the podcast, please hit that subscribe button. New episodes come out every single Friday. And if you are a veteran listener, please do me a favor and leave a rating and feedback on this podcast. It helps us grow on the Apple charts. Apple Podcasts is where it's at, especially if you want to help us grow because you can leave a rating and feedback. And if you do leave a rating and feedback, I will actually send you a signed photo print from an abandoned place that I have explored. So if you guys want a free photo print, all you got to do is take the 30 seconds it takes to leave a rating and feedback, take a screenshot of it, and send it to me at no.tracers on Instagram, and I will mail a print out to you. Unless you like live in Russia or Italy, because it's a little difficult to get things over there. Uh, it's very expensive. Very expensive. But if you get a book and you live over there, I will mail it to you. Yeah, if you guys buy one of the books, I'll mail it over there, no matter where you live. So if you guys want one of those, pick one up at notracers.com. This week on the podcast, I am chatting with Isaac Hunter, otherwise known as IkeBoy79 on Instagram. If you guys want to check out his photos, I actually have a video version of this podcast available on youtube.com slash just the letter K. So if you guys want to watch the episode and see what Isaac's photos look like, you can definitely check it out there. Otherwise, you can keep listening on whatever platform you're on. If you guys want to follow me on social media, I already mentioned some of them at the beginning, but all my socials are down in the description if you want to check them out. And thank you guys for listening to No Tracers. I appreciate it a ton. If you guys want to further support the podcast, there are a couple ways to do so. You can join the Patreon, you can buy a book, you can leave a rating and feedback, you can do a ton of different things. Just check out the links in the description. There's also a bunch of Amazon links to products that I highly recommend if you're getting into urban exploring or if you need to upgrade your gear. Check out those links down in there. They are affiliate links, so I get a little bit of kickback every time you guys use one of my links. And lastly... We have a partner on this podcast, and that is Liquid Death Water. So if you are ready to murder your thirst, check out this ad I made for you in three, two, one. From the streams of the Austrian Alps comes a new kind of water. A water that is sure to raise you from your grave. If you're tired of buying cases of plastic water bottles that contain carcinogens and God knows what else, or if you're trying to lower your waste footprint, Liquid Death comes in beautifully rugged aluminum cans. Murder your thirst with a can of Liquid Death. Check the link in the description and use code just the letter K at checkout for 10% off your order. Liquid Death. Murder your thirst. So yeah, if you guys want a discount on some awesome water, 
Check out liquiddeath.com. There's a direct link in the description with my code, just the letter K, already applied. So you just click on that link and pick however much water you want to pick up. And uh, that discount code will automatically take 10% off your order. Thank you, Liquid Death, for partnering with me. All right, guys, without further ado, let's get Ikeboy79 on the podcast. Can you please introduce yourself and what it is you do and how long you've been exploring for? My name is Isaac Hunter. Um, I've been uh, exploring for maybe about two years now. I, I kind of got interested in like late 2018, like in December. Um, I haven't been exploring like too long, so I'm still I, I'm still considered a little bit new. But like I kind of dove in head first. Um, I really like saw some interests when I first saw the, uh, there was this article online where I, um, I heard about the rolling acres, uh, abandoned mall. It was in Akron because I'm from Youngstown, Ohio. I'm from Ohio, right? I was born in Youngstown, Ohio and like, I graduated from university of Akron. So I kind of know the Akron area pretty well. So I kind of knew about, it. I've been to that mall before, but I haven't been to it since like, I graduated, but saw online and like there were these photos of it and it was like this escalator is like dilapidated decayed all this glass broken it it was like this like escalator and it's like a skyline and it's like all this snow fall that fell right through the middle and it looked like an apocalyptic scene and i was like what the hell is this and i clicked on it and it said rolling acres mall and i was like holy crap i used to go to that mall so then when I like looked at the pictures, they're showing all these photos of like all the stores, all the glass broken, everything is like decayed, everything is like just destroyed. And that's when I just started getting interest in it and I started looking up more history on on it. And then like next thing you know, like I drive out there like a few days later to see it for myself. I didn't go inside, I just kinda like went on the outside because I didn't have the courage to actually go inside an abandoned place at the time i was just i was like you know let me just drive out there just to see it for myself and like it was still there and i kind of walked around the edges of the building and i saw a few holes in there i was like i don't know if i can go in there man because i'm just like i was too scared at the time but um so i did i I got back in my car drove away went back home but i started to do a little bit more research then i started doing like youtube searches i was like i just typed in like abandoned buildings abandoned mall or whatever then i saw this uh one video with dan bell and uh he was he does a lot of like at the time he's doing a lot of abandoned malls and dead, dead mall things and he went in rolling acres and like he did a full 30 minute video like he just walked through the whole thing and i was like holy shit man i gotta i gotta do something like this and i didn't have a camera at the time i just had a phone a little iphone you know so like, and I was living in Cleveland at the time. Um, so I just started watching more YouTube videos, saw exploring with Josh, saw the proper people, like all the, 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 the regular names you would see on YouTube. And I just started watching their videos and just kind of like getting tips, seeing how they move. And then I would just, you know, do a little, a little bit more research and then like, my first explorer actually would have been uh, in Akron, Ohio, is the uh, the Rubber Bowl. It's like this, like, it used to be a college, you know, it used to be the University of Akron's college 
football stadium. But now it's pretty much like decayed, partially demolished. It's like still standing, like it's still got the seats and everything a little bit, but like everything's been stripped. But I went there by myself. This was like in maybe like early January 2019. Um, And I just went there by myself, just investigated. I bought my camera like not too long ago. It was a Nikon D7500 had a kit lens and I just went out there and just started shooting stuff. You know, it was nice, peaceful by myself, sunset. You could see everything. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Like, and it was like that feeling of like, I don't know. It was like a, it was a new feeling. Like you're kind of like going on a new adventure. You're like going back in time because you can see all the old logos. You can see all the old stuff. Like I went under the I went under the uh, bleachers. You can see the old locker rooms and all that. Like it seemed like I was taking a step back in time because I kind of remember this place from when I went to went to college back in the day. And I was like, damn, like I remember this place. So it was like that's what really hooked me. It was kind of like going back in time and seeing a place that you once went to and seeing what it is now, and you kind of get those flashbacks. And like that's really what got me got me hooked on it. And it's cool that you went to those places before they were abandoned. Not a lot of people that do this can say that, you know, like that's very rare to find somebody that has been to those places back back then, you know, before they started decaying. So that's super cool. And for those that may not know that are listening to this, the Rolling Acres Mall, the photos with the snow that you were talking about, they were famously taken by Seth Lawless, who is one of my favorite Urbex photographers. Uh, I love his photography, and he's he's done so much stuff. He's been banned from Disney, Disney World, Disneyland forever because of his photos of some abandoned Disney World locations around the country. And, like, he's so fast. He's such a fascinating person. And, like, those photos have been seen across the world, you know, and it like, it's just super cool to hear that you've been to that place because it's like, it's very relatable because I, I know Seth, you know, and so I've talked to him about doing that and going there and exploring that place. And so it's, it's cool to have that come full circle and hear about somebody that's been there before. Yeah. So super sick. And the thing is, it's like the thing, the one thing I regret is not actually going into Rolling Acres. Like the most I've gone in there is like, well, not going in there when it was abandoned because I was just too, I was too scared, too spooked out at the time. Like, when it was like partially demolished, well, mostly demolished, I think the only thing that was standing was the J.C. Penney's, or no, the Macy's. It was the Macy's that was still left up, and like there was a big hole in it. So I actually went in there, seen a little bit of remnants of it, but I regret it because I see all the photos that people took in there. It's like one of the like, it's like the most famous dead abandoned mall in urbex Mm -hmm. and i'm like wow that was like really like right there in the backyard and i'm like i didn't even realize it but you know since then i've gone in some other malls but like that's still that one i still regret because that one was like a a holy grail of malls but you know that's like you learn yeah for sure yeah definitely and i think one of the other really well-known malls is out here in california where i'm at it's called hawthorne mall and i've Mm -hmm. been in that one and it's like it's such a cool 
feeling to be in a mall like that that is decaying and you know still has the escalators but like Hawthorne Mall doesn't have any handrails so you're on the third floor and you could literally walk off the edge to your death you know it's Mm -hmm. like the sketchiest place I've ever been but it's also the coolest feeling in the world (laughs) yeah I I can only imagine that's another thing I'm like afraid of like heights and everything so like this yeah this (laughs) hobby has made me kind of cope with that and kind of deal with it a little bit you know it still it still yeah. freaks me out but i've gotten better I've, I've done a lot more crazy stuff so where it can i can kind of be like all right man i'm gonna just go ahead and do it and not think about it so that's another thing about yeah the that helps <laughs> definitely jumping razor wire fences doing like all that kind of stuff yeah crazy stuff <laughs> crazy i love it uh do you have any favorite gear that you use like this could be a backpack a pair of shoes maybe a light anything like that that you can recommend to like up and coming urbexers well right now i mean obviously get you a camera bag it can be any type of camera bag uh just you know something that can keep a couple lenses in your your main camera and maybe a few a few lens caps batteries memory cards in there um, one thing I do like have uh, like to have is my Loom Cube. Uh, it's a particular brand, Loom Cube, and um, they make really good LED lights. Um, they get really bright, like super bright. So like if you're in a dark area, you light that thing up. It'll bright. It'll, it'll light up the whole room. Um, so I recommend like getting a Loom Cube, either like the little big LED panel or like the little small, it's like the shape of a cube. One of those. Um, I don't have any GoPros. I don't have any uh, stuff that I put like on my head. I don't do any like YouTube videos. I haven't really gotten into that. But I mean, if you're doing that, that's I see a lot of people that I know that make videos. They have the GoPros, so maybe a GoPro or something like that. But obviously, like you know, tripod, you know, camera bag. Um, definitely get you a mask. Uh, get you a breathing mask because you know it's a lot of asbestos. A lot of dust a lot of stuff in the air i see a lot of most of the people that i explore they just don't wear masks and i just be kind of like i mean like why do y'all not wear masks like y'all not afraid and they're like i don't really care at this point i haven't been so many places they're like i don't i'm probably already <laughs> dead i'd be like well they're like i i want mesothelioma come on <laughs> yeah they, they yeah they, they they love the smell of the uh, asbestos but i yeah. i i you know, sometimes I'll forget to wear it, but then I'll put it on later. But like, yeah, I, I always make sure to wear uh, um, a P1. It was a P100 respirator mask. Mm-hmm. I, I, I make sure to wear that because, you know, there was one time I went to a place and it I came home and I was coughing and coughing. And then I went to the doctor and it was like, said I had some type of allergic reaction where I just kept coughing. So I had to take some medicine to get that shit taken out. But, you know. I, uh, after that, I was like, yeah, I'm always wearing a mask. So definitely wear your sure. mask. Yeah. Uh, do you have any urban exploration injury stories? Mm, I haven't gotten, I have not gotten injured yet. I mean, rather than like maybe a small cut on the hand. I mean, other than that, no, never broken a leg, okay. never, never like <laughs> broke any ribs, never fell through a floor, knock on wood, you know, <laughs> like haven't had that yet. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's soon to happen eventually, but right now it hasn't happened. <laughs> Good, man. We've heard some stories on this podcast in the past. Like, whoo, I tell you what, some people have gone through some shit. Yeah, like, I, trust me, when I'm walking around, like, I 
that's the thing. Like, I may be, like, kind of new into the thing, but, like, like, after watching certain videos and seeing people, like, fall through floors and, like, close calls, I'm like, yeah, I'm always looking. I'm always, like, feeling the floor. If it's soft and, like, I feel something move, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to walk on that floor. Or if it's, like, some steps, I'm going to try to walk on the side of the steps where it's, like, stable, mm-hmm. not in the middle. And sometimes I'll just be like, you know what, man? I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to press my luck. Yeah. So For sure. And uh, can you tell me about your scariest exploration? This can be, uh, I don't know how you feel about paranormal things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be something like that, or it could be a run-in with the police or a homeless person or anything. Okay. Well, I got, I got the police stories. I, I got those. In terms of, like, paranormal, I don't really – I'm, I'm kind of like – I don't know. I'm kind of up in the air with it. I don't really know if I believe it or not, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. But like in terms of the police story, like the first time, the first time I went exploring, it was actually a positive story, but it was kind of funny. So like when I was out there in Cleveland, we went to uh, we went to an abandoned observatory out there, um, and I, this girl I was dating, I took her out to uh, explore with me because she wanted to see what it was like so this this was like one of my first explorers out there and her first explorer so it was kind of a new thing for both of us so we went out there front door was like wide open we just walk in like the place is kind of decayed we're just moseying around seeing different things taking pictures then we get up to like the actual observatory spot you know and then there's like a holes in the holes in the uh, ceiling there's like sun coming through. So I take a couple of pictures of her, try to do like some portrait shots or whatever. So then we're coming right back down. We're going through some tunnels, you know, we that lead all the way back to the main, main entrance, the main hall. Then like, as soon as we come out, you know, like we got our tripods in hand and everything. They see, you know, just like four, just like four police officers just standing in the middle, just standing there. And they're like, seemed like they were talking to each other. And then we just come out and we're like, like, oh, hey, like, what's up? Like, like, what's up, guys? And then they're like, uh, like, hey, what you guys doing here? And we're like, uh, we're just um, taking some photos, you know, just 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 exploring, taking photos. Obviously, they see we got cameras and stuff in our hands. So we weren't doing nothing crazy. And then they asked us, like, you guys doing drugs? I was like, uh, no, we're not doing any drugs. He's like, yeah, well, we have a lot of people coming in here doing a lot of drugs. Um, he's like, we noticed uh, there's a lot of vials sitting around on the floor. And he's like, I don't know if you noticed that. And then I kind of looked down. And there's like all these like little, like these little white, little white vials everywhere. It's some type of, some type of thing that they're huffing. Like a, some some kids are like huffing some type of chemical or whatever. Some type of thing that they're just. I don't know, getting high off of, but they were everywhere once I noticed it. So then we told them like, no, we're just here taking photos and all that. And then they were like, all right, oh, okay. So um, they started telling us like history of the place. I was like really surprised. I was like, they weren't like mean or none. They didn't tell us to leave or none. They started telling us history of the place. Then they started giving us a tour. I was like, holy crap. I'm like, these, I'm like, these, these cops are cool as fuck. Like, I was kind of like nervous because I was like, "Oh shit, the cops are right here!" Yeah. First explore, and then I like they're like giving us a freaking tour. So they started telling us history and all that. I get to know their names. It was like two female cops and two male cops. And the thing is, these weren't older cops; they were like my age. 
like I'm 34 right now. I think at the time I was 30. So like they're in their like either upper 20s or 30s, like early 30s. So they're young like us. That might have been a factor too. You know, like some of the older cops might have been like, you know, get the hell out of here, blah, blah, blah. They were really mellow, cool. Once they knew that we weren't no threat or nothing, they started giving us a tour. And after a while, they uh, continued to like search the building or whatever. And we just went into like the little auditorium part, finished up. When we came back, they were gone. And next thing you know, you got like neighbors outside. They're in the freaking front yard of the place taking photos. So I'm like, I'm thinking this place must be like easy going if the if the neighbors are out taking photos like old dude with his freaking camera phone taking photos of the other <laughs> front so i was like okay this this area must be pretty cool so that was my first first experience it was a positive one so i was like okay this is cool there's some cool cops out there <laughs> but um yeah that was the first one so then second one i had a little bit more experience this was a. Uh, I was out in Pennsylvania at a, at a certain hospital and um, we uh, we get inside. Right. And it's pitch black. There's no power. We're just kind of moseying around, um, going in different rooms. Most of the place has been stripped, but there's a few rooms with like the surgical lights and everything in it. And then uh, we're just like taking our time. I'm always kind of like looking out the windows kind of checking because i always kind of have like a sense for this you know maybe there's somebody outside security or a cop i'm always trying to keep keep an eye on the outside i don't ever want to get too comfortable especially in an area that i'm not even from so you know we're just going through the floors or whatever exploring different things and then uh we get to like one of the main lobbies you know it's a lot of light in the room no lights it's like natural light coming through the skyline so it's pretty bright we can see everything the front windows are boarded up the doors boarded up and then i kind of like look through the crack and i see a police car just sitting out front i immediately freak out i'm like i'm like yo dude cops is outside there's cops outside just fucking cops outside so then they're like they're like are you sure i'm like go look and then like they could see the cruiser out there. Before we started looking, it's like, I don't know if is he like actually is he just sitting out there chilling or is he actually out there searching? Then we see another one pull up. I'm like, oh shit, they know we in here. <laughs> right. We see another one pull up. So we uh we run into a uh I think it's like a like a it's not a it wasn't a surgery room. It was more like a kind of like a closet but more it had like storage for like medicine or whatever but we could lock ourselves inside so we went in there locked ourselves in there i'm all breathing all hard and shit so because i never like ran from police or like hid from police or did anything like that like my first experience was cool but this time like they're actually looking for your ass so i'm like breathing hard i'm like oh shit man can't get caught I'm kind of like, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of, I'm sweating, whatever. And like, the funny thing is they hid in the back, like the, by the, by the back of the room, I saw this little like uh, hole. It's kind of near the door, but it's like hidden. I'm like, I hid under the hole. Like it's like a little, just this little space where I could fit. I just hid under there. And they're like, they're like, Ike, dude, like, don't, uh, like if he opens it, like if that door opens, like, or if he knocks, don't hit your head on the top. 
<laughs> on the top of the thing, I'm like, I'm not that stupid. Like, I'm cool. I'm cool over here. I'm just like, I'm hidden. There's no light in that room. Like, the, 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 there's no lights or nothing. And we locked the door from the inside. So there's no way they could have got in. So we were in there for like maybe a good hour just waiting as they're like, as like they're searching the building. That place is huge, though. I don't think there would have been any way they would have found us unless they like would have brought some dogs or whatever but like i said it was only two cruisers that pulled up so i think it was maybe like one or two cops looking to search in the building after a while we're like talking to each other we're like i think we should like go out and investigate and then uh, my one dude says uh he's like i'll go out i'll go out and investigate y'all just stay in here i'll send y'all a text or whatever Make sure the coast is clear. So he goes out. We wait for like a good five minutes. He, he sends us a text like, all right, man, let's go. So we uh, get out. We started walking. We started trying to like make sure we go on the same way we came or whatever. We didn't hear no noises or nothing. We get back out to the door. And there's like this, um, I don't know, they must have set up some type of uh, trap or whatever or some type of something like when we open the door something falls off of it so like they mm. they get they get alerted or whatever so when we open the door like this thing falls to the ground it smashes like it has glass on it i'm like oh fuck and we're thinking like well we already out let's just fucking run so we just run down the fucking uh, hill it's like a hill right next to his neighborhood we start running out i look back i didn't see nobody i didn't see nobody like chasing us or nothing we just started running you know, um, down the street, we didn't see no cop cars on the on the front end of the of the building, so we just kind of walked around a block and back around to our cars, because we uh, kind of parked down the street away from the from the hospital, so we weren't like mm. stupid to be in front of it, but um, we walked around, got in our cars, drove off, and then I just started playing some like. I don't know what song I was playing, but I was like happy that I got out. I was like fucking amped, man. <laughs> like I was, I was, I was like, I was hype as fuck. Like I was just driving, like yeah, we got out of there. And the thing is, like, it felt like a rush, like a adrenaline rush, sure. and it felt good. I'm like, dude, like I was nervous, but then now that you got out, like you feel untouchable or some shit. Yeah, I was like, I was like, that felt good, man. So that was like one of my first, uh, first. Um, like encounters like where i felt like oh shit i'm pinned like they got me but i actually got out that wasn't the i wouldn't say that was the worst one though but uh that was the first time and it gave me some experience because like the second time it happened well i i had a little bit more i had a little bit more uh experience i was way more calm i didn't freak out so but that was my that was the second police encounter um, wow, it's crazy when they go into the building. Like it's it's it trips me out that they'll like go in a building and start like they don't know what they're gonna encounter in there. You know, you guys could have been like crazy people. Yeah, that's the thing. They come in there, they probably got their guns drawn, they're ready. Like you yeah. know, so that's that's the one <laughs> fear. I'm more afraid of them just like just shooting my ass or something. So for sure, uh, that's how I feel. Um, Absolutely. Like I and then go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, can you tell me about your favorite exploration that you've been on? Favorite exploration? Hmm. Let me see. Let me think about that. Favorite exploration? 
Okay, so one of my favorite explorations, um, when I went to, I went to Detroit, right, for the first time, and um, as you know, Detroit is like, uh, it has, I mean, it has a lot of stuff that they didn't rebuild up and like making it look nice, but I'm, a lot of that area is still run down. A lot of it is, you know, decayed. So they got a lot of these, they got a lot of schools, a lot of rundown schools. So I went out there. I was actually in Flint for like a wedding, Flint, Michigan for a friend's, a friend's wedding. And um, after that, I hit some people up on Instagram on, on the day that I was supposed to be leaving. And I, like, I linked up with a few people. So I, I, I drove downtown you know, Detroit, meet up with them. Um, then we go to a couple spots. We go to this church. It's pretty, uh, pretty pristine. Like it has all the stuff in it. Take a couple pictures of that. And then we go to this uh, one, this one school. It was called, uh, I mean, it's, it's well known in Detroit now. I mean, it's called Cooley. I think it's called Cooley High. But I got to see it when I didn't get to see it when it was like in its best stages because I think the history on that place is like if somebody set it on fire, the whole auditorium is completely gone, right? The whole auditorium is like all the seats are burned. All you see is like the little steel, the steel uh, parts where they, they used to sit. So it's just like all shells themselves. And I saw a picture of what it used to look like and it was you know, it looked beautiful, but I still, like, when I first went in there, like, it was pitch black, but once I got out there, like, it was so huge, like, it was a, it was, like, it looked like a theater, like, it looked like a actual theater, like, the ornate ceilings and everything, everything was burnt, but you can still tell what it looked like, and I was just so taken back by that, I was like, I can't believe a high school used to look like this back in the day, and then it kind of made me think about it like damn like how would somebody like destroy this place because it was like it was arson that destroyed this beautiful auditorium but i went in there i was taking a few pictures i wasn't as good as it good at it as i was but as i am now but i was still taking pictures of it and you know i i want to go back and take reshoot it but like i was just like looking at every angle of it you know um the ceilings the 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 walls, even though it was decayed, burnt, you could still smell it. I could still just, I felt like I could still see it. Like in my eyes, I could still see how it was. And for some reason, like I still saw the beauty out of the destruction. I don't think a lot of people do that, especially like just regular folks, except for us urban explorers, we can see the beauty in decay. So I felt like I could still appreciate the building, even though it was destroyed. Um, so after I went to the auditorium, we went to the library and, um, you can see like, they had like these marble columns, like towards the entrance of it, like these marble columns still in the, in the, uh, in the building. And when you walk in there, there were some signs of vandalism, of course, but you can see like it's high ceilings. It's got all this woodwork, like all this woodwork. And then it has like another, another, level like you see where all the bookshelves would have been all the bookcases all the um it's like ornate woodwork everywhere on the ceilings and then when you in the middle there's like this little 
the stairwell like it's kind of like a spiral staircase that you go up and you get to the top and there's like more rooms where more books would have been and all that but i just never seen a school have a full-blown like library in it that ornate and big you know i was just taken aback by like all of the all of the like effort it took to build this building and i was like man i, I like I, like i love this place like Places like that where you just see a glimpse into the past of like how they used to build a building and how they used to like how good some of these people had it. Like this is like a school that was there. It was before all it was before all the schools in Detroit closed, you know? Like Detroit had so many schools and then like when they when all the stuff happened, you know, all of these schools just closed down, you know. To, to like upkeep a building like that they wouldn't be able to like afford it you know to heat it and all that so it's a shame that it has to like decay like that but you know you think about it back then like they had everything like they had indoor like these indoor pools were like olympic sized pools and mm-hmm. you know you got full-blown libraries and you got all this like ornate artwork and all that stuff you know nowadays like schools they look like i don't know they look like storage crates you know they don't yeah, they don't for sure there's no effort in it there's no there's nothing so yeah. that was probably one of my most favorite ones you know just awesome awesome i love it uh and then do you have any goal places places that you haven't gone yet that you really want to explore oh man i would love to see like you know six flags new orleans you know, yeah. I've heard about that one so many times. I know it might be a little <laughs> risky to go, but I would I would risk it just to Fuck see it. it. You know, I would love to see. Um, um, there's a, I mean, there's always some places out in uh, I don't know where I don't know where that uh, that space shuttle is exactly. But I've seen people go to that. It's like this big ass space shuttle. In like, uh, oh, is that the one in Ukraine? I think it's yeah. It's got to be like in Ukraine or somewhere. Like it's a yeah. It's like that Holy Grail one where it's just. Right. <laughs> I don't know how so I don't know how these dudes even got got there or even <laughs> how how you even find an underground freaking space shuttle. But that I would love to see something like that. That would that would that would be a dream. Um, yeah. Obviously, like places in like Italy and and. Uh, UK and all that like they have a lot of ornate mansions out there they got a lot of cathedrals and things like that um let's see there's a theater um uh there's a theater out in freaking um out in California that I wanted to see um I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the name. I think it's on the tip of my tongue. Like it's really. I mean, I probably won't say the name, but it's 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 just uh, it's one of those theaters out there in uh, out in California, like in uh, Northern California. Like it's y'all got some theaters out there that I want to see as well. Um, I haven't okay. even been out west before, so I never even I never even been out anywhere out west. So I mean, that would be a whole new experience in itself. But um, I mean, there's a couple churches out in out in Philly and out in uh, New York that I want to see. But like the main ones, I mean, that Six Flags, I want to see that. that that's that's kind of like on the top of the list. 
So I got to get down there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. I love that place. And we've had a couple guests on that have been there. And it, like every time I see photos of it, I'm just blown away by how cool it is. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a apocalyptic movie. You know, I'm pretty sure they yeah. probably shot a couple Absolutely. films there, but like, I don't know. I just see pictures of it and it's just like, I don't know. It's just like I like my jaw drops every time I see it. <laughs> it's nuts. It's nuts. Uh, if you could live in one place you've explored for one week, which place would it be? Mm. Hmm. Okay. Well, there was this one. There's a mansion that I explored, even though it's unfinished. I mean, I could still live in there because it's like, <laughs> it's like a. <sighs> It had, it had like a pool. It had freaking crazy. It was like a modernized mansion. This is one like the ornate one. It's like this French millionaire mansion, but he uh, somehow he uh, he didn't finish his mansion and just it still had power and everything. So it had like a wine cellar, underground wine Sick. cellar. Um, it had big pool. It had multiple bathrooms. It's huge upstairs area where it's like the, would be the main living area and then you go upstairs there's more rooms and it's like glass it's like he has all this it's like glass everywhere there's big glass roof and he's got huge glass windows surrounding everywhere we called it like a glass mansion but yeah and it's unfinished obviously but it's like shoot man you could still live in there his kitchen was done the kitchen was still running. Everything had power. He had, he had his freaking like uh, Alexa. I think he had his Alexa system still on, and like we actually activated it <laughs> and started messing with the radio and started playing music in the whole place. Like he's still, he's still paying the bill there. He's just letting it run. Damn. But I'm like, shoot, I live here, man. Like, <laughs> every, oh, yeah. I'd still live there. I, I don't care if it's unfinished. Like I could, it's better than my house now. His unfinished house. <laughs> Is shitting on my <laughs> shitting on my stuff. So <laughs> I feel you, dude. That's crazy. Like, what a cool experience. And my last question for you is: What is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring? Um, kind of like just uh, learn to like take in like uh, just taking the moments a little bit better, like. When you first start off, you're kind of just like, especially when I like got a camera, like for me, like when I started, I, I had the camera with me. Like I didn't start out um, exploring just, you know, without a camera and taking pictures. Like I hear some other people have been doing it all their lives. Like when they were kids, like they do it, just go to a place and just actually take it in, you know, not worry about trying to get get the shots that you need and all that. For me, like I'm starting to learn to slow down, not worry, not worry about trying to get my shot, but like, like just look at stuff, like read a couple articles, just like look at, just really take in the place before you like just um, worry about shooting. Because like, there's a couple of places where I went before just worried about taking photos. And then when I take the photos, like, damn, like, how come I didn't like, I felt like I really didn't explore it. I just felt like I was there for like a photo shoot or something. Then I went back and I actually just walked around, looked at it, really observed a lot of details. And then it's like, oh, I found, you find some stuff that you didn't notice. Like you can't, cause you can't see every single thing through a lens, you know, you still got to kind of, 
see it for your see it with your own two eyes and then like you learn to appreciate it more so i i've done that like i've i've learned to like appreciate certain locations when i go to them especially if they're like time capsules and there's a lot of history behind it you know i turn i tend to slow down like explore every explore every inch instead of just trying to get you know the main the main things you know so Mm -hmm. yeah i love that man and if people want to follow your urban exploration journey where can they find you online uh shout out your username on instagram and any other socials you want uh my instagram is ikeboy79 the 79 doesn't have any significance it's just a random number that stemmed from a freaking xbox gamer tag and it stuck with me so it's just ikeboy79 um and that's my Instagram tag. And um, if you want to follow me on on um, Facebook, uh, just look me up, Isaac Hunter. Um, and uh, that's just my main little page, just my chill page. But uh, if you want to follow my main, see my gallery, is IkeBoy79 on Instagram. All right, guys, that was my episode with IkeBoy79. If you want to check out his socials, I've put them down in the description for you. If you guys enjoyed this episode of No Tracers, please leave a rating and feedback, and I will actually send you a signed photo print from an abandoned place that I've explored. And like I said at the beginning, if you want to pick up a copy of my book, No Tracers, an Urban Explorer's Diary, head to notracers.com. I will talk to you guys next week. If you want to be on the podcast, please hit me up at no.tracers on Instagram or notracers on TikTok, and I'll get you on the show. I would love to hear your stories. All right, guys, stay strong, keep enduring. Go out, go explore something, and remember, leave no trace.